When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we are talking about Predator! I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Craig had not seen this movie. <laughs> I had not seen this movie. This is the first time that I've, I've uh, watched it, which is weird because like, I feel like I knew all the... <laughs> things that happen in this movie <laughs> like it's such a referenced movie i know that's why when we were discussing what movie to cover this week and i had brought up predator because it had just made it to our list and you're like well i've never seen it i was like excuse you like i just started <laughs> losing it on the phone i was like we're doing it i don't even care if we can cover it we're doing it you're watching yeah and, and to be fair i have seen like things in the predator franchise like i've seen yeah. like i think we were talking about predators which is like the one with um like the, kind of the more modern one uh, where it's like on a different planet. I've seen a couple of the alien versus predator Oh, I don't think movies. that's a to be fair, Craig. No. <laughs> I think that's that actually works against your point if you want my very real opinion. Like, to be fair, I saw all the shitty ones. <laughs> yeah, legit, legit. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Guys, okay, if you haven't seen Predator, I am going to describe it so quickly for you because it will blow you away by how little the actual plot matters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Um, so we've got we've got uh, Dutch and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course. Um, you know, it is it, it's it's Arnold time, baby. It's the 80s. It's an action movie. We need some Arnold. We've got Carl Weathers, Dylan. Um, they are sent in with uh, Dutch's team to allegedly get like they want they they want some hostages. They show up there. There's not really any hostages. They're there to get some intelligent information. None of this matters, okay? Because all that matters <laughs> is that they've been dropped into a jungle with the alien predator. And he is hunting them, okay? He is hunting them. He has rules, okay? But he is hunting them. He gets these guys down one by one by one by one. Just absolute. Just just doing his job so well. Just killing it. Literally killing it. And it gets down to him and Dutch, the Arnold man, the, the the big the big action man of the 80s. And Arnold goes full. I'm going to put mud all over me. I am going to get into the jungle. I somehow can fashion weapons within minutes, <laughs> not days, not days at a time, hours. OK, this is this man has reconstructed the the jungle scape to to trap and uh defeat the predator because he has killed all his men and he will have none of he makes it out alive he kills the predator and roll credits yeah an incredible movie (laughs) (laughs) did i miss anything (laughs) it is incredibly simple in its thing it's basically like yeah he's the team's being hunted and he the predator slowly kills him except for arnold schwarzenegger who gets him back Yes. And like there's the heat, the mud is like the heat vision thing, but mm-hmm. like you've mm. seen that referenced a thousand times, you know yes. exactly what's going on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Incredible. An incredible movie. How? What are you? <laughs> what? What are you? Can I ask you before we get into like literally yeah. anything? What is your feeling? Because this was your first watch. Oh, it was I am, fun. I'm a bit of a sucker for this movie. I love it. I think it's got great lines in it that are absolutely unhinged, and I love every part of it. What is your feeling? Yeah, it was fun. It moves. It hums along. I think it's like an hour 40 or something, but like yeah. it doesn't feel like that. Like some really cool action sequences. Um, honestly, it blew my mind how many of like the scenes in this I have seen as gifts. Uh, mm. Like the like it's Arnold and uh, Carl Weathers and they like clasp their hands together. Like that's like such a meme. Um, and I was oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I love the R like the, the, like the, the air arm wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're yeah. just arm wrestling in the air. Like there's no table. There's no rules. There, there, that doesn't prove anything. <laughs> no, it doesn't do anything. And I love it. It's just like, we're men. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I sort of thought that the like betrayal of, Carl Weathers and like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like that would mean something. But like basically like, I'm kind of upset that you lied to us about why we're here. And then that stops mattering immediately. Like it, it doesn't, nothing pays off. Like that's like, they, <laughs> they spent so much time setting that up and they're like, like, and as you would to their credit, as you would like yeah. drop it as soon as a predator shows up, you'd be like that this movie <laughs> It's basically two movies. It's like one of them is like they go in <laughs> to the jungle and they're looking for a thing and they were lied to by the CIA and the CIA thinks they're just expendable people and all the rest. And there's like this political intrigue thing that's happening. And then that just comes to a hard stop when an alien shows up and tries to kill them all. As it would. Your priorities would change. So uh, pretty realistic in that regard. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love that hard switch. That's like oh got a very like from dusk till dawn sort of thing yeah, where it's like yeah, all yeah. of a sudden there's vampires and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. But the whole point of this movie is that there's a predator there is a and predator. he's here and he's an alien. He's badass. Coming down I, for some fun. Yeah. I will say the thing that struck me most about this movie and I did a little background research to check it. So in the entire history of the United States, there have been four actors who have gone on to become governors of states. Uh, we have uh, uh, Davis, uh, sorry, John Davis Lodge, who's the governor of Connecticut from 1951 to 1955. We have Ronald Reagan, who was the uh, governor of California from 1967 to 1975. And then the other two are in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jesse the Body Ventura, uh, California and Minnesota, respectively. Uh, this movie contains half of the actors who have ever become governors of U.S. states. That is just so wild to me. It's so it's a special movie. It's a special <laughs> special movie. <laughs> I think I don't know any of the other actors who are in this, but they should uh, definitely uh, uh, try running. This is a good luck movie. They can do it, Carl Weathers. We believe in you. Yeah, you could Carl do it. Carl could do it. Something. Yeah, Carl could do it so much. Oh my God, eighties Carl. Ah. <laughs> 80s Carl just just giving oh just yeah well I think my big thing with Carl Weathers is like my first exposure to him was at uh in uh Happy Gilmore 
Um, oh, <laughs> that's a different. The, that's a different Carl Weathers. And then it was Arrested Development Carl Weathers. And where he was sort of playing himself as this, his, his own joke, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, <laughs> going back and watching like the Rocky movies and like this, where I was just like, oh, you were a jacked action star. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. There should be a crop top named after him. Oh, the I Weathers. Su- <laughs> the Weathers, yeah. Are you weathering today? I absolutely am. <laughs> Love to weather today. Yeah. Um, Brilliance. So I guess the obvious question is, who do you think the villain of this movie is? The Predator! (laughs) The Predator, yeah. The Predator is the villain. (laughs) And he's an amazing villain. First of all, I don't... Before we even get into right, wrong, whatever, okay, like, honestly, that is less what I'm here for this week, I'm going to be honest with you, and just how awesome of a villain the Predator is. Just pure, pure awesomeness. First of all, in... Chef's kiss, incredible villain laugh. Incredible mm. villain laugh. When when the predator starts laughing when he sets off the bomb to explode himself. Spectacular. Yeah. Well, and that was him mimicking someone else's laugh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was so yeah. good. Just like, but he picked the right one. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, knew yeah. which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> which one is gonna give the right voice to this. Oh yeah, no, absolute perfection. Um plasma guns, incredible. Um rules. Love that this we've we've got very sporting rules, okay? Only individuals with weapons, okay? If you don't have a weapon, I'm not coming to get you. Yeah. And I think that's very fair. Yeah. I think that's probably like a good place to start the defense, which is Absolutely. Um here's what I'm gonna say. Here's the alternate title for this movie. The conservationist. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Because here's what I'm going to my Here's my pitch. Humans are an endangered species. We are only on one planet. For a Mm. multi-planet species, that's insanity. You know? Like, the Predator is quite clearly advanced. They have space travel. They can come here. They Like, based on the stories that uh, Anna tells or whatever, like, clearly they've been coming here for a while. Um... So he's only killing humans who are killing other humans. And this is actually a very eye-opening, um, an episode of another podcast I watched where they were talking about preserving African rhinos and how there is this whole, uh, how uh, the Zimbabwe, I think it was Zimbabwe, I forget, I forget which country it was, but they basically auctioned off for someone to go kill one of the rhinos. And there was this huge outrage about it and they did this deep dive, though, and what they found was this rhinoceros, once they get old, they just can't breed anymore, but they start attacking uh, and killing uh, fertile females. Like, they just become dicks about it. Uh, so they were like, this animal needs to die to preserve the breeding population. So they auction that off to pay for the conservation efforts. So you're like, oh, and I'm not making any moral judgments on it whatsoever. I'm just like, oh, this is a more complicated mm, mm-hmm. scenario than like we're giving it credit for. And uh, I feel like that's kind of what's happening here, though. You know what I mean? Where he's like, these humans are on one planet and there's some of them that just insist on killing each other. Yeah. And we need to go in and like remove those people so that like generations from now we've kind of like 
stopped this very weird aggressive tendency in this species. Oh yeah. Plus this is <laughs> this isn't a real point, it's more of a joke, but like um and at one point is talking about how uh they only come when it's really, really hot. Mm. Right? Which first of all would indicate that that would be the climate that they would be acclimatized to, but secondarily, when it's that hot out, shoot me dead. Shoot me dead. <laughs> oh my god. Who can live through this? Jesus. <laughs> I don't even want to live. I, I don't, just, don't even. Just, no, I'm totally is, kidding. I'm totally kidding. Just drop Rebecca in a jungle somewhere and just be like, where's the predator? Like, there yeah, needs to be a predator. I would just be looking for snakes to bite me. I'd be like, you want to, do you want an arm? Like, I actually can't. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. I fly but, excuse me but yeah no to your point absolutely um i think the weapons thing is a really big sticking point for me where i'm like yeah this is you're only none of these people are supposed to be here (laughs) (laughs) do you know what i mean this isn't even none of these guys are supposed to be here this isn't their country they're not they're they're operating under u.s law we just have to because we're we're english but we gotta go okay well these guys are doing the right thing you know as the cia has done for all of time for sure (laughs) (laughs) they're doing all the correct shit always i'm sure those gorillas in that uh, central american country certainly were probably just fighting for something ridiculous like democracy you know like i'm sure (laughs) point being (laughs) They were just like, we need to overthrow this terrible, terrible dictator. And the U.S. is like, they have oil. So here comes uh, SEAL Team 6 with uh, the- fucking jacked Arnold. They didn't even tell them the real reason why they were supposed to be there. No. no. Their own people. Which, no. as we know, as a rule on this podcast, everybody in the team needs to know everything at all times. Okay. Yes. So important. <laughs> But again, getting back to it, that doesn't matter. Like, even if they had it told them what matter. they know, like, <laughs> like I was waiting for the shoe to drop being like, we sent in, we sent in the team earlier. And when we didn't hear back yeah. because we knew there was something else operating here, but we weren't sure what it was. I was waiting for that. And they were just like, no, we don't know why this other team was here. And, uh, uh, none of us knew about the predator. <laughs> like this predator is out of left field for us absolutely uh and to for the point of <laughs> the weapons like what i love okay because there's such a hard turn that happens here and it makes me laugh so hard every time because we start with um with uh sorry uh dutch who or i'm just gonna call him arnold fuck it hey, like no. I, it's, <laughs> that rule of the podcast arnold. if it's arnold sports in here it's arnold, it's arnold. okay anyway so we start with Arnold kind of being like, like um, they're talking about another job, and he's like, "Why did you turn that job down?" And Arnold's like, "Cause we're we're like a we're a rescue team. We're not we're not assassins. Cause we're not assassins." And then literally, not two scenes later, it's just him driving a full bomb <laughs> into a camp where people are just exploding and dying like left right and center he's like but we're not assassins and it's like what do you mean 
Like you just <laughs> killed so many people right oh, away. Oh yeah, like right away. Like it was nothing. And I was just like, "Are there supposed to be hostages here?" No, like, like it just, just it doesn't matter. And that's the Jesse Ventura with like a minigun strapped to him, just like literally decimating an entire camp. I was like. Everybody you were supposed to save is no. dead now. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, well, we walked around once, <laughs> strap a bomb to that car, <laughs> and run it through this place. <laughs> because we're a rescue team. We're we, not assassins. We stabbed one guy, and that was too quiet, so let's make a bigger deal about it. Like, I need to make the argument grenades. that this, <laughs> just. this team has killed way more people <laughs> than that predator has. Easily. Oh, yes. yes. No doubt about that. Just, I mean, even in this movie, I'm sure that's the case. Yes. Uh, forgetting. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I am, I'm basing all of my arguments here and all the motivations of the Predator entirely on what is contained within this movie. Like, oh, yeah. Extended universe stuff, like, oh, we know why they do it. No, we actually don't in this movie. They never explain uh, the Predator's rhyme or reason. It just wants to hunt people. Yes. Uh, and to, to back up my conservationist thing is like we see this guy uh, preparing um, specimens like he's he's field dressing these things. He's you know, it's very scary and bad for us to come across a couple of humans who have been skinned. But like there's a bit of anthropocent. Oh, I, I know. I love this word and I fuck it up every time. <laughs> okay. Human-centered, anthropocentrism, yes, the centering of ourselves in the universe. And Mm. I think there is something to be said about we fear or are revolted or are driven away by things where we are treated the way that we treat other things, you know? So Uh it's like Mm -hmm. this movie is inherently about what if something was hunting people like we hunt animals, What if we skinned them and strung them up in a tree to dry and bleed? What if we kept their skulls as decoration? What if we did this? Like, nothing that the predator is doing uh, is something that humans don't. Yes. It's just the fact that we are in the position of the prey that makes it upsetting to us and as, like, something that needs to be fought and defeated. Absolutely. That one shot of him ripping that skull and spine out of that guy is awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. Very uh, Mortal Kombat, yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God, I love this movie so much. <laughs> but, yeah, that's how you dress a fish, too, right? Like, that's... Oh, yeah. You, you grab and you pull, and that's mm. that's how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just another quick thing I do want to point out about The Predator, which is... Um, He's blind. Uh, the predator in this has real shit vision. Yes. Uh, you want to talk about leveling the playing field? Like, he can't, he has, we, cause we see from his point of view, we see that, like, f- it's famous for the predator. I know that infrared shot, right? Where it's like, love it. But in this movie, it's the 80s shitty infrared. Like, it is so <laughs> low def. Where, yeah. like, a human is just a blob of orange. Like, I think they even established that he can't even really see the trees in the... He's in a jungle and he can't really see the trees. You know what I mean? Do you know what an advantage that gives a human being? Like, oh, yeah. 
Like the Predator has an invisibility cloak, but one of their guys can still see him. Like the human eye is so good in a jungle setting. It's unreal. Like you could see, we could see individual leaves, Rebecca. Individual leaves we can see. Yeah, we and can. This, here's this guy with like basically cataracts walking around the woods, <laughs> seeing like red blobs. Just and being trying like, to think, get a couple of skulls for the mantle, yeah. as you do. He doesn't want to be shunned by his, his stepfather <laughs> when he gets back. <laughs> Oh, no. He's being pressured <laughs> into this. He is, okay? Oh. He's just a kid. And oh, he's no. <laughs> yeah, let's just create a whole backstory for this guy. <laughs> he's a kid. Uh, he wants to go to art school. Uh, oh, his God. dad is just like, suck it up. You know, I've been fighting xenomorphs uh, <laughs> since you're a kid. <laughs> Do you think these xenomorphs get on the table by themselves? No, we go hunt. Go hunt like a man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or whatever the gender is on that planet. I don't know. Mm, 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 mm-hmm. Yep. Just <laughs> that's what every time he misses a bit, it's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I just can't. I just can't do it. It's so harsh. <laughs> <laughs> what if they have thoughts and feelings like we do? They don't have thoughts and feelings. They're human beings. Get over <laughs> yourself. I didn't raise you to be like this. <laughs> I had oh one as a pet God. once. It's like naming them is your first problem. Yeah. Also, probably the first one. I'm assuming the first predator that showed up, the first person that called them an ugly motherfucker, they were like, you know what? Fuck these people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all these people. <laughs> they obviously don't have a brain in their head. I am gorgeous. Obviously. I am a 10. Like, a 10. I am a hard 10. On and my, my therapist told me to take nothing less. Yeah. <laughs> You can, Jesus! You can open your mouth that wide. You know you're going to be popular. Come on, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh no! Oh god! Oh no! <laughs> okay. And then at the end, this this art school, this uh, this bleeding heart decides. You know what? Rather than like the, these animals do have souls. I'm not going to let myself become the monster that my father wants me to. Mm. I'm going to kill myself instead rather than go back to this life that I have. It's an act of mercy. It's a it's a very tragic end for this poor Yeah. Poor he was predator. really just when he took that mask off, he was just really trying to show Arnold who he is. Yeah. Look at me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Creature to creature. Look it's me in the, my eyes. It's the equivalent of like reaching your hand out to a dog or a cat being like yeah. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's just it's like, fine. you ugly motherfucker. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. I guess we gotta hit you now. Gotta hit you now. Oh, so frustrating. You try and reach out to a friend. And yeah. just... <laughs> deny Maybe you. they are the monsters my father said they are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what oh, boy. So, I do... Question for you, having watched this movie many, many times. Mm-hmm. Why does he take off his helmet? Why doesn't he just... Like, it seems like there's a moment where he could very easily kill Arnold Schwarzenegger and he just stops. Well, first of all, there's a moment where his shit starts getting fried. 
yeah like all of his equipment and stuff so i could see that actually just being a problem oh, at a like moment. it stopped working right yeah yeah yeah. secondarily um with a character or with yeah like with this creature or character whatever you want to qualify it as um there is a huge level of like sportsmanship here <laughs> i know that yeah. sounds crazy because it's like they're killing each other but it's like there is there must be a playing field and this thing will adjust to it. So mm. if you want to go bare hands, we're going bare hands, buddy. I don't care how little my eyes are. <laughs> okay, we're yeah, calling. that's actually true. Because like when he kills the one guy um, who's just like he's chasing after Anna, I think it is. And like he just grabs her. And then the predator comes out of the woods and like slices him with like a blade. Yeah. So that was like one on one. And like when they're fighting with like mini guns and machine guns he uses his like his uh, energy weapons on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're right. So like he's actually matching the, uh, Oh, he likes to match an energy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this a is the guy you could you bring will. to a party and leave him alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> He'd find friends. He'd find friends. <laughs> What's the vibe of this place? What's the vibe of this party? How are we? <laughs> Let me adjust to it. Yeah. <laughs> Not a big hunting crowd? All right, all right. Vegans? Cool, cool, man. I can... (laughs) Oh, Uh, God. What another insane pitch of a movie. (laughs) This is right up there with Terminator and Jaws. I'm like, what's happening? Of course. (laughs) That's fine. I would love to discuss the order in which these men are killed. Sure. Because I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sad that the pussy guy died first. (laughs) I was like, if I have to hear one more pussy joke, (laughs) I was just, I was thrilled, thrilled. I was like, absolutely. This is the order (laughs) of things. Secondarily, that guy, he calls himself a, uh, a sexual Tyrannosaurus. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, he's, he's doing chewing tobacco. tobacco. Oh yeah, it's so like a sexual Tyrannosaurus, which is, uh, and in reference to those two things, I will say I really did feel like the movie had a pretty good sense of humor about itself, where it's like, like the one guy tells that pussy joke, and I was like, what? And the other <laughs> characters are like, what? what? And it doesn't <laughs> land. Like yes, it doesn't yeah, land. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't land like within the story at all. And everyone is just kind of like, oh, and he keeps trying and it's never funny. And I feel like that's almost funnier that there's just this guy in their team that's telling these awfully sexist jokes and none of them are reacting to it. Just be like that fucking guy. Like I find that that very, very funny. I also think it's very funny that anybody would think that chewing tobacco turns you into a sexual tyrannosaur. (laughs) And like when like literally the moment before they show him spitting gross tobacco juice on uh, uh, Carl Weathers boot, you know, like it's there's not a lot of (laughs) self-awareness. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. They're like, hey, this character that drops an F-bomb. Yeah, he's terrible and disgusting and we don't like him. He will die second. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is when he will fe- die. I, I did feel bad for Mac, though. Like, I felt uh, like Mac was real chewed up about, uh, uh, well, I think Blaine it was. Yeah. Uh, oh, my Blaine's God. Yeah. Death. Well, because he also started to, like, 
Because there was a bit of foreshadowing of like, oh, like the the jungle will kind of make you a bit nuts or whatever. And then he started to display that because who wouldn't? <laughs> I mean, because yeah, I who wouldn't? You know what I mean? Your best friend dies and then all of a sudden you see something you've never seen before in your entire life. And then you absolutely... I. Okay, can I just say one of my absolute favorite scenes in this movie is when Mac first sees the Predator and just starts unloading. And then every man that enters the scene just starts unloading bullets. No questions. No questions asked. No questions There's, asked. We're not aiming for We don't know what we're looking. We are just literally fucking leveling this place at this point. At this point, we are. this is just deforestation. Okay, we are literally leveling this fucking place. No, it's so fucking funny. It is pretty funny. I will it's also so give this, funny. I will give this movie credit, too, for showing how violent guns are. Oh, like, absolutely. This isn't just like, a, you know, we go pew, pew, and like people go like, oh, you got me. This is like, oh, those are, like, those are tearing things to pieces. No, these uh, men brought guns. Yeah. Like, they brought fucking guns. This will murder you. This is this is a cut a man in half sort of, uh, uh, yeah. And I feel like they did that a couple of, like, for, even when they were, like, uh, going after the, host, the quote-unquote hostages, they're just like, and unload! <laughs> we're the best! We get hired because we're the best. No need to conserve ammo, anybody. It's not like we were just flown out here in a helicopter to walk on our feet for 10 miles. That's why Arnold's so jacked. (laughs) You're carrying all those bullets into the the fucking jungle. The most amount of bullets ever. (laughs) Just So, yeah, a little bit of... uh, Special ops, I think, is what they needed. Uh, I sure. think so. A little yeah. more tact. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little more tact in their tactical operations. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> we're we're a covert rescue team, and we are the loudest fuckers on this in this jungle. We, oh, you'll know we when were we're so leaving. loud. We drew the attention of something from another planet that <laughs> might not even have ears. Uh, yes. <laughs> that might. Oh, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> um, and just quickly, uh, while we have a minute here, we just want to thank the sponsor for today's episode, Alder, New York. Guys, uh, we all have skin, right? We, yes, <laughs> that's a thing that as, we all have, as we've and, established previously in this episode. Yeah, we, we all, all have, have skin. skin, and don't be like the predator. Take care of it, everybody. Take care of your skin. Take care of your skin. Uh, Alder New York, and this is a fantastic company because it's a queer and women-owned independent skincare brand that makes products designed to work for all skin types, regardless of your age, gender, or ethnicity. We don't need things in pink bottles. We don't need like some gear on some man's thing. Oh, it's the, it's the worst. It's the worst. Anyway. <laughs> you know, you're like, it, it smells like, it's like motor oil mountain express or something. Like, <laughs> I just need, motor I need moisture. Mountain express. Like they're just like, it's like for men. And you're like, stop it. Stop no, it. This is for your skin. <laughs> Just put it on your skin. It's going to be great. Uh, their products are uh, vegan, action certified. They're vegan. That's so cool. And they meet the Environmental Working Group and EU safety standards, which is absolutely amazing, guys. Uh, if you're looking for clean, luxury skincare that doesn't have to break the bank, Alder New York makes skincare products with dermatologist-approved ingredients, 
plant and plant powered actives starting at seven ninety nine. Loved by editors at Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, GQ, Men's Health, and more. Experience the products that Allure calls simple, sleek, and highly effective. Use code VILLAIN for 15% off your first order at aldernewyork.com. That's VILLAIN at aldernewyork. That's A-L-D-E-R newyork.com for 15% off your first order. Thank you so much, Alder New York. You're the best. And now we're going back to the Predator. <laughs> different vibes. Different vibes. <laughs> Absolutely. A wonderful <laughs> vegan skincare back to the predator. The predator. Uh, yeah, a, a bit of a different. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's bit fine. Of a different energy. Oh my god. Okay. So, <laughs> I honestly, the first couple guys, not sad. Not sad about them. Pussy joke guy, absolutely gone. Love it. Um, <laughs> sexual tyrannosaurus, gone. <laughs> Love it. And you're so right. I love the chewing tobacco. There's real like uh, pepper will put hair on your chest sort of energy that pepper I think will put hair on your chest. Have you mean? never heard that? Well, I've heard the expression put hair on your chest, but I've never heard it like f- for pepper specifically. Oh, it was like maybe that's just my weird family. Every time we'd pepper up, my dad would be like, <laughs> like yeah, black hair pepper. on your chest. Like black pepper, you mean? Like black pepper. We are a black pepper oh, family. Okay. See, like I would we say, I think it would be anything that like with a really strong strong objectionable or like something with kick on it. like taking a shot of whiskey that'll put hair on your chest yes uh, i think you're forgetting how white my family is <laughs> pepper pepper will put hair on your chest oh okay <laughs> <laughs> so this is something that i've discovered recently uh, uh stop me if i've told this on the podcast before but um i recently discovered uh that i am allergic to celery uh what? because I was describing it as being very spicy. I was like, I was talking to people. I was like, you know how like celery's spicy? And they're like, celery's not spicy. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, no, it's not like, it's not like jalapeno pepper spicy, but it's got like a little kick to it. And people are like, it is absolutely like celery is the most run of the mill thing. I was like, no, like, you know, that feel like that little like tingling and burning sensation you get when you eat raw celery. And they're like, that is absolutely not what happened. I was like, no, but they put celery in like Caesars and uh, Bloody Marys. Like that's why it's there because it's spicy. And everyone was like, they put it there to complement the spicy because it's nothing. And realized uh, I am allergic to celery. That the tingling and the burning I experience when eating raw celery is is not it being spicy. That's an allergic reaction. You're so funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I would have said celery puts hair on your chest. Somebody (laughs) has talked about you in the car on the ride home. Been like, did you hear Craig say that celery was spicy? Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like people. It's got a smack of celery to it. It's got a smack of celery. Real kick on the back end of this. uh... Oh, my God. No, that's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that'll Ooh, put hair on your chest get me, me a glass of milk is there a cucumber in this Ooh, uh, mouth is on fire uh <laughs> so am i the whitest guy yes but i'm also allergic to celery so there we go i oh. like a good a little bit of heat though my goodness um yeah so all that to say <laughs> where where did we get off on this the I the put hairs on your chest pepper <laughs> We've really derailed. <laughs> I actually can't. I think, well, who's the next to die? Is it Mac? 
No, I don't. Ah, no, no, no. It's the. Uh, no, it is maybe Mac. Because there's Mac and then. Because <laughs> Mac. And then Carl was, Weathers. Yeah, almost immediately. Yeah, Carl Weathers has a death. Uh, he gets his <laughs> arm shot off and he picks up another gun and keeps shooting back. Honestly, I wanted something like that for Mac. Like, I felt like Mac's death was. Like, because Mac was so upset about people dying. Yeah. And he had this whole thing, like, he has this whole speech about, like, remember Vietnam? Like, it was just the whole platoon cut to meet, and it was just you and me who walked out of there untouched. Like, remember that? And I knew that he was going to die because I've seen a movie before. Uh, But (laughs) I kind of wanted it to be, like, more of a, he almost got the Predator, and then the Predator, like, you know, does something really tricky and gets the the mm. one off on him. Like I, I sort of wanted Mac to get that like clever girl kind of moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's not how this movie works. No. And he's just like <laughs> stuck under a branch and gets shot in the head. And you're like, ah, that's honestly, I, I don't need it to go any bigger than that. I love so many lines in this movie. Like, Arnold just like throwing a knife at a man, sticking him to a wall, and he goes, stick around. And I'm like, I love that you're just throwing out little lines. You're <laughs> in the line of fire. You're, yes. This is so perfect. Pe- like, I don't have time to bleed. It is so fun. There are so many lines in this movie that makes me laugh out loud. I great. love it so much. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Is yes! Another- so good. Yeah, that's actually, that's like a badass line, though. Like that. Oh, like, yes, yes, yes. Some of the flip flop, you know what I mean? It's like, it's either hilarious or it's badass. Either way, I'm enjoying it. So good. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the other one. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's just I so, love- like Get to the Chopper, I didn't realize was from this movie. Yes. I and, thought Get to the Chopper was Commando, but... Uh, I also love that that line is delivered, like, nowhere near a chopper. Because the yeah. way it's delivered, is it's like he's yelling it over, <laughs> like, some sort of engine or something. But he's just like, get to the chopper, get ready to run for another 30 Day. miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like it makes sense what he's saying, but you're absolutely right. Like it, it's it's delivered as like it's just over the next hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, get over that next hill. Get to like the we, chopper. <laughs> no, we have to hike for days to get out of this yes, valley. Yes, yes. It's kind it of should what they more be like get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I do also love the final comeuppance in this. Because it actually does kind of make a little bit of sense. Where Arnold like falls into the mud and then he realizes that the predator can't see him with the mud on. Yes. Because uh, like legit, that works. Like that would be a way to like hide yourself. I don't know how long it would work, but like if you covered yourself in cool mud, it would absolutely uh, uh, trick a, an infrared thing for a minute until you heated the mud up. But like... Yeah, that's That's like because I wasn't sure about that. I was like, I'm just because like I got to turn that part of my brain off. We're watching an action movie. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. He we just watched Arnold fashion bows and javelins and somehow lift logs up and like create a whole space where he is going to try and execute this predator. And this is this has happened in mere hours. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm willing and to the take predator is still out there too like it's not oh, it's yeah. not like you both went back to your own camps and you're like time out and give me like I'll be there in an hour <laughs> that would uh, be a little too sporting I think <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah like I do think like um if you let the mud dry it would uh start heating up and it would take on your your heat and you'd be able to see it a hundred percent. There's no, no way to avoid that. That's just how heat transfer works. But like in theory, um, you could go under cold water and, uh, it might, it might block it. Oh, water might not work. See, cause it all depends on like w- what things are and the opacity they are. Cause like, uh, um, visual light, right? Like light that we can see will go through a window. Um, and, you can see what's on the other side because the light can go through it. Infrared light is the same way. Um, it's just at a different wavelength, but different things will block it. So like a lot of windows now are actually um, opaque. You can't see through them with infrared because that keeps heat in. So it's like better insulating quality. So like mud, as long as it was uh, wet and cold, might be uh, might be opaque to infrared light. I don't know. I have. I didn't. I feel bad. I should have looked this up. Well, you <laughs> already said way more than I could ever <laughs> have prepared. So thank you for that. <laughs> but I I need to revisit the point that his vision is real shit. Like it is so bad. This is the character, this is like the equivalent, we, we've established he's an art school kid, he's just here to like <laughs> ha, like prove something to his dad, and he's, his heart's not really in it, but he is also the Coke bottle glasses wearing kid in his class. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, All the other aliens have huge eyes, they're like they're fine. Yeah, they can see, they're like, oh my god, I can see infrared so well, like I can catch like, you know, the little glint in sand and that sort of thing, and this guy's just like, these are all orange blobs, and I can't tell a pig from a human and I can't see trees I'm just stumbling through this thing why else do you think he's got such a well stocked uh, first aid kit you know what I mean like he gets shot that one time and he's got like he's got the thing he knows how to sew himself up that's a kid who's been in a lot of accidents you know what I mean it's like <laughs> that that was probably the predator equivalent of him getting winded and pulling out his inhaler like that was the <laughs> Ow, my knee! <laughs> oh my god. What if collecting skulls is some sort of mating ritual? That's the kind of bouquet you have to show up with. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the, the... Oh my god, this... The Predator as a One Crazy Night movie from the Predator's <laughs> perspective. <laughs> it's just like, I need to go to Earth and we need to get these skulls and then... uh <laughs> Sarah will agree to go to prom with me, but we need to be back in time for the big party. And then everything's going wrong. Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up. Oh yeah. And he realized he loved Laura all along. Yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't even about Sarah. Sarah. Laura didn't just... even want the skulls. It was his last thought. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah just had the biggest dread hair i don't know are those tentacles are they dreads i don't know what the predators have i i think i don't know actually appropriation if an alien does it i don't know i have Uh, no idea (laughs) although yeah honestly there's the predator equivalent of mclovin trying to get the booze while he's doing (laughs) (laughs) 
my God. You know what I think Arnold's probably regretting throughout that movie is saying my team works alone. <laughs> He's like, you know what? We probably could have used a couple extra bodies out here, actually. <laughs> you know what? I should have been so <laughs> uptight about that alone thing. I, as a movie trope, have come to hate we work alone as a thing. It's like, <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Well, then we'll get somebody else. Like, are you telling me in the entire time you were in the secret forces for the U.S. military, you never had to coordinate with anybody? Or like, yeah. Oh, don't work alone, man. Never work alone. Oh, my. Yes. How much would you be sitting? sitting in that rotation of, okay, you sleep. I don't know if I could sleep, though. Every time they do that watch thing where they're like, okay, you take first watch and then I take second watch. I'm like, at what point would I have to get to to be able to close my eyes? Uh, I don't think you sleep well. I think, (laughs) you know, I, I, I think you have to at a certain point, like, if you've ever stayed up for like 24 hours straight, you know how squirrely you get. Like you're, you're not thinking straight. You're not, you just want to put your head down at any cost, you know? I'm squirrely right now. <laughs> <laughs> it would take so little, but at the same time, I don't know. Oh God, that would be, that would be the worst episode of this podcast ever. Like it's us staying up for 24 hours and then trying to like, you would be insane and I would be incoherent. Like, like you wouldn't even be able to talk to me. I would be (laughs) no, like Rebecca, I need sleep so bad. I nap every day, pretty much like every day. Oh, uh, around two to three old o'clock. man Craig. Oh, it feels so good. It's like it feels oh. so good. It's the it's it's my definition of freedom. Like there have been so many times in my life where I've wanted to fall asleep, and you have to stop yourself because you're like in a lecture or you're driving or you're at work or like whatever. But you just get that impulse to be like, just close your eyes just for a second. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And you have to fight it. And to be in any situation where you can just give in to that and it's fine, that to me is pure freedom. That is, (laughs) you know, just to be on the couch playing video games and like feel your eyes kind of just get a little heavy and be like, I'll just pause and lie down. And then you wake up later and you're like, that was great. Pick I really do game. understand falling asleep in a chair. Oh, it's yeah. my favorite. Oh my God. I'm like, I am a grandfather. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care if I get into a comfy chair and it's mid afternoon. Oh, a little sun on right. Oh, Woo! not gonna lie, Rebecca. I've been craving a good hammock nap lately uh, uh, to the point where I'm like considering buying a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy now. Uh, Although I hate, I hate, that, I hate uh, getting out of hammock nap. <laughs> like uh, getting tr- in, especially if it's like the net out. ones, and like now you've got all these like diamonds on your body. Uh, you know what I mean? Like all yeah. the the we're the... really off the rails now. <laughs> <laughs> so to bring it all back, how do you think they sleep uh, when there's a predator out there in hammocks? Uh, in his <laughs> yeah. The other thing that we don't know in this movie is the predator might be abandoned here. Like, yeah, we see at the beginning of the movie that like there's something that enters the Earth's atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Uh, Movie starts on the villain. That's how you know they're right. Uh, (laughs) But we never see his spaceship. We never see um, that he is able to get back or anything. Like as far as we know, he crash landed on this planet 
and he is fighting for his life for survival. I think we've established that his mom and his new stepdad dropped him off. Yeah. <laughs> with <Don't> certain <laughs> expectations. Don't call us until you come home a man. And he's uh, fighting for his life. <laughs> nobody told me these humans would have weapons. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just told that they're just like these defenseless little apes that we can... Uh, shoot and trap very easily now they've got like mini guns can you imagine showing up and being like okay i've got to kill a deer to impress my dad and then the deer shoots you <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like the deer gets one off on you before like you get too close and you're like holy shit this is a different game that we're yeah, playing now the game's the game though you got to prepare yourself <laughs> yeah now i'm gonna go up to that tree and uh do some things I did, the other thing I really wanted to see in this movie, I think it's Billy, is it? Billy, who's like their tracker? Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, man. Because he knows from the get that something's up. He does. Like, he's the guy who's like, I can see something in the trees, I just can't make it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, he almost gets away too. And then he like stops, turns around, and like just takes his, drops all his guns takes his machete and like draws it across his chest and he's like, come and get me. And you never see that fight. I wanted to see that guy go to town on Predator with that machete. You know what I, I mean? I would agree with you. Like on I would that agree with you on that. Like yeah. on that log bridge and just like... He I mean, did earn a bigger moment. He did. He did. Yeah. I, I would absolutely Dies agree with you. Dies off camera. You kidding me? Come on. Yeah. The, the badass knew. tracker with the machete. Mm. He knew from the get-go, you're absolutely correct. He did deserve more. Yeah. A little clanking on the, maybe get one of the Predator's claws, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, make him I didn't mind, Matt, because I love a, I know this is probably fucked up of me. I love a sudden death where you're just like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, oh, he's here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. just done. It's just like, oh, you thought this was building to something bigger? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy that in a movie. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want it to be overused, but I do like it when I see it. Yeah, it's it keeps it shocking, I guess is what it is. Yeah, it's very Game of Thronesy when it, you know, before yeah. it's Um Speaking of Mac though, one thing that drove me absolutely crazy about his character was they gave him this nervous tick of drawing a dry razor across his face as <laughs> <laughs> like i'm gonna comment i was just like are you kidding me in the jungle a dry r safety razor with no uh, cream or anything i was just like oh your skin would be so irritated do you know how badly like uh, like don't get me wrong. It's badass when you see the guys in the movie were like shaving with their big Bowie knife. I get that. But for it to be just like this mindless thing of you dragging a razor <laughs> against your skin, I was like, I really like oh, it. Oh, that is that set chills up my spine. I just I watched a man it. get his head ripped out and his spine. And that was still somehow less, less disturbing to me than a man who sits there habitually dr drawing a razor over his face. I love it so much because I think that's what it was. They were like, you know what? We see this in the movie. We see them do this all the time with knives. Give this man a 99 cents shopper's drug mart razor right quick. I love I love it. Yeah. Quickly, he needs a character and character trait. Let's give it's him a favorite. razor no man. 
Yeah. No notes. No Honestly, notes. no notes on that for me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Do you have anything else, Greg? No, I think that's it. It's fun, fun little movie. Yeah. It's a fun little movie. Fun you know? little movie. I want to see all the different versions that we have pitched here. Uh, the one, <laughs> one big night, the, the, the lame yeah. kid trying to prove it to his dad. Yep. I want all of these things. Um, so uh, what's your, it's time for our rankings of the villain. What do you got for us? Yeah. So I've got the invisibility scale. Cause obviously the predator has, uh, has some, uh, uh, you know, some invisibility things. So on a scale from a Romulan cloaking device to the one ring from Lord of the Rings, uh, I'm going to give, uh, the predator, uh, covering yourself in mud. Because he's a little more basic than he seems. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the uh, the dinosaur scale, because why Ooh, not? Sexual tyrant. Yeah, the sexual dinosaur scale. So I've got from a bashful raptor to a testosterone triceratops. I am going to give uh, the villain predator a misunderstood stegosaurus. He's just, he's misunderstood. Okay, he's just a trap teen <laughs> trying to make his way in this world trying to satisfy his parents we understand we understand (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) yes and uh before we get to our heroes and villains of the week there's a couple ways you can help out the podcast like every part we have patreon if you want to hit us up on patreon.com slash villain was right uh we've got a lot of fun tiers we've got bonus episodes so many bonus episodes if you sign up now you can get our whole backlog of bonus episodes we've got ad free tiers we've got audience choice tiers if you want to get in on audience choice you want to make suggestions hit us up on patreon and guys as always if you could if, if you haven't ever done this before please leave us a review if you like this podcast leave us a review on itunes or wherever you're listening to podcasts it helps us move up we love it so much. And if you guys want to give us a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at VWR Podcast on Facebook. Villain was right. And uh, you can check out our email or you can't check it out, but you can send us one there and we'll check it out. That's how email <laughs> we'll give you works. the password. Yeah, just, just check Don't out our out. inbox, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, if you have suggestions for movies that you'd like us to cover, if you want to uh, uh, share some wild stories that somehow <laughs> line up, we've had lots of them uh, with what we've talked about. Send us an email, villainwasright at gmail.com. Get in touch. We love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. What do you got, Rebecca? Uh, my hero this week is hero slash villain is New York City <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, villain, because God damn, how are you so hot? How are you so hot, New York City? I came down there with plans to eat. <laughs> And I got there and I was like, we will not be eating. There will be no food consumption here. You got me so drunk, New York. How did you do it? I think it's because you were hot and I didn't eat. Um, but I had the best time. I went to the Met. Love the Met. So nice. And I went to a WNBA game. Guys, if you are in the United States, why are we all going to WNBA games all the time? The tickets were $40. Go check it out. So fun. I got to watch Las Vegas absolutely destroy (laughs) New York. Beautiful ladies. You did it. Okay. You absolutely fucking ruined lives out there. 
good for you appreciation and a special shout out to the <laughs> the fucking vintage store I went into. I love them so much. I <laughs> now I'm gonna <laughs> I went in, bought a leather jacket, and this has never happened to me before. Got to model it. So that was super fun and weird and cool and Brooklyn's amazing. And yeah, honestly, I I love New York. Thank you to the 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 grand leaners. If you're in Brooklyn, get out there. They'll get you to, you buy something, you model it. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm terrible at getting my photo taken. I had the best time. Thank you so much. That's it for me. <laughs> New York City. New York, New York. Uh, nice. Um, yeah, I've got a, uh, I've got a, uh, I guess it's a villain of the week. Yeah. And uh, basically, like, trying to do things in the team is kind of uh, the, the tie-in here to Predator. Um, so back, this is back in my, like, university days, back at McMaster University. And uh, I lived in this house um, in, the like, the student area, you know, near the university. And my landlord had this, like, shed in the back of our place. And he was getting rid of it. And I don't know how it came up, but my friend Andy was like, can I, if you're getting rid of that shed, can I have it? And my friend, also going to university, also living in a student house. Let's put it that, let's let make that perfectly clear. Uh, and my landlord was like, yeah, if you can get rid of it, it's yours, just take it. Like, because otherwise I'm going to have to chop it up. And uh, so... I also need to point out the size of this shed. This was the size of a compact car. Like, this is not just, like, a little, you know, place where you can store your lawnmower. This thing was big, and it was wood. Like, it was solid wood. Like, stud construction, half-inch uh, half plywood, like, all along and on the roof and everything like that. So this thing is heavy. So Andy's big plan, he lived, like, basically two blocks away from me. His big plan was where he's going to get about 12 engineering students that we're in class with, 12 of our classmates, uh, to carry this down the street to his new place. Uh, so what he did is he bolted um, basically just two by fours onto the side of this thing so that we could use his handles. And we had about three guys on each one and lifted this thing with our legs <laughs> and carried it, Rebecca, down the street, down the middle of the street, completely obstructing traffic. And uh, <laughs> You guys are well, yelling car at each other like you're yeah. playing hockey? <laughs> oh, exactly, yes. So we get, it's about two, two, two blocks, and we get about halfway done, and we're just like, we're exhausted. Like, it is way too heavy. It is way too heavy, and we put the... Um, two by fours up too high. So like, you know how, like if they were lower, we could have like lifted with our legs, but because they were up so high, we had to lift with our arms in order to get it up off the ground. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it couldn't hang. So we are just, we're sweating. We're pouring sweat. We're, we're like picking it up and moving it. I swear to God, like a foot at a time. Like it is like, boom, like two or three steps absolutely insane we finally get it down this other street we bring it into the school parking lot uh because there is not enough room between the houses at my friend's place 
to get this thing down. So we go into this parking lot that's beside his house. We cut the chain link fence and roll the chain link fence back in order to lift this shed into the backyard of this student house. And we get there. We finally get it in place. Like everyone's just exhausted. Like we look like you know, just like thousand yard stairs. So we we were rewarded with uh, warm beer and I think a pizza, uh, <laughs> as is law. As is law, <laughs> and I think the biggest. So the the shed is certainly a villain in this, but I think the other villain and the bigger villain that needs to be brought up is the fact that we were all third year mechanical engineering students who have spent our entire uh, post-secondary career learning about forces and mechanical advantage and like dynamics and all the rest of us and not one of us remembered wheels yeah i'm sorry i was thinking that the whole time i was like somebody should have why didn't we have rollers why didn't get we get a couple of skateboards like couple... out or something yeah it would have been so easy i love that uh, i love that but, but you thought of it when you fun. were drinking the beer yeah yeah we should, yeah, the beer, it felt like an idea that we had when we drank the beer first. Uh, but I, I'm real interested to see if there's, a, uh, if you're a student at McMaster University and you're in a house in the, uh, just off of uh, Leland uh, near the McMaster parking lot, is there a big wooden shed in your backyard? Let us know. <laughs> that would be amazing if there is. Amazing if there was. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, guys, as always, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook or Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. And uh, that's it for us this week, guys. Uh, tune in next week. It's actually uh, our audience choice. Uh, voting is still actually going on as we're recording this, but it's either going to be Overboard, Reign of Fire, or The Great Outdoors. So we're still waiting on that, but it's going to be a great episode regardless. Uh, so make sure you tune in for that. And until then, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you not to leave all that mud lying around. <laughs> the Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.